0: At least now you won't be destined to heave crates of beer around forever. She knew how much he hated his work at the brewery. She looked at him. Hermann Rood, the world-famous painter from Grunelicke, son of a working-class family who now spent his days frequenting splendid cafes. Popular, highly acclaimed, yet eternally faithful to the woman who never failed to stand by him through thick and thin, the beautiful Ilsa Stern. What are you thinking about, Ilsa? She looked at him, his clear blue eyes told of his combined excitement and trepidation. What does your dad have to say about it? She asked him after a moment. Hermann furrowed his brow, his white blonde eyebrows curling upward. I haven't told him yet, he replied, picking at the dried paint on the bench. But I don't imagine he'll like it much. Ilse had no trouble imagining that to be true. Hermon's father, a burly man who had dedicated his life to his work at the Ringness Brewery, securing his own son a job there, a proper job as far as he saw it, and that same son now fancied taking up painting. No, Tinius probably wouldn't be overjoyed at the prospect. But that was what she liked so much about Hermann. He made his own decisions. He did what he wanted to do. Perhaps he had discovered that he was an artist at heart, and that his work at the brewery wasn't right for him. Maybe this had been a long held dream of his without him ever uttering a word about it to anyone. And so he went for it all the same because he wanted to. Good luck, she said as she caught sight of her mother's hands waving from the open bedroom window. It was something that had sneaked up on her that summer. Something that she hadn't been prepared for, but now there it was. It had latched on like an insect, savoring sweet, fresh blood. Love. Everything that she had read about it, everything that she had readied herself for. All she had imagined, and yet here it was. Would it really appear here, in a backyard, in Grunilica? in a dark passageway that smelled of all the things that people threw out, in the same place where they used to catch rats and mice. They had lived side by side all their lives, each in their own family's apartment on the third floor of number 10, Biermanns Gata, three steps separating the door of one apartment from the door of the other, they had been married beneath the lavender tree when she was five, and he was seven. Dogney Larsen from the first floor had presided over the ceremony. Do you take this woman to be your lawfully wedded wife? She had solemnly asked, giggling with the other children who stood in a circle around the couple. I do, Hermann had announced loud and clear. And then Dogney had told them that they had to kiss, Everybody had to when they got married. How horrible. Ilse had been having such fun up until the part with the kissing. She had cast aside her dandelion bouquet and hidden in the building's basement. Hermann Rudd, the hero. A hero who wasn't tall and olive-skinned like they usually were in novels. Ilse said no when she meant yes, and yes when she meant no. Her palms were prone to sweating and it was an effort simply to coordinate the movement of her arms and legs. And suddenly, there she sat, glued fast to the gray planks every afternoon on the bench under the lavender tree, waiting. They were friends, oh yes, but at the same time, wasn't there something about his hands, his rough fingers, the way they stroked her arm? the way that he always nudged her as they chatted. Was it purely coincidental? And now here she is, wet through in the passageway, and with no idea what to think. She had waited for the next show to start, queued up yet again, hoped that she had made an error.